This is America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry in a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for listening, and thanks for sharing these around with your friends. I see some of you guys are listening to 10, 15, 20 of these podcasts all in one day. So that means you like them. If you like them, make sure you're sharing them around. I certainly appreciate that. I was once interviewing Bill O'Reilly, and another reporter in the room asked him, how do you know what to report? And O'Reilly seemed rather frustrated, and in basically the way only he can do, he, he said, it's simple. If it's true, you report it. If it's not true, you don't report it. If you don't know if it's true, you don't report it till you do know. Next question. I mean, it was just, it was that abrupt. And, and it took a while for the next question to come around. People were a little gun shy after that. So I ran across an interview from this last week with Julian Assange. I'm keeping in mind what Bill O'Reilly said. Assange is the founder of WikiLeaks. Uh, That's the agency that likes to publish every government secret it can find. He has posted all of the Hillary Clinton emails that were released by the State Department. And here's what he said about what's in some of those emails. Um, So, for example, uh, the disastrous, absolutely disastrous, uh, intervention uh, in Libya, the destruction of the uh, Gaddafi government, uh, which uh, led to the occupation uh, of ISIS of large segments of uh, that country, uh, weapons flows going over to, to Syria, uh, being pushed uh, by Hillary Clinton uh, into um, jihadists uh, within Syria, including ISIS. Uh, that's there in those emails. There's more than 1,700 uh, emails in Hillary Clinton's uh collection that we've released uh, just about Libya alone. That's an extraordinary claim that Hillary Clinton knew arms being shipped from Libya to rebel groups in Syria, including the arming of ISIS. It's an extraordinary claim. Now, I went looking through the WikiLeaks archive of her emails, and I couldn't find the smoking gun Assange was referring to. Of course, I haven't seen all of the 1,700 emails about it yet, but it, so, so the smoking gun may still be in there. I just haven't found it. But I did find enough evidence that what Assange said is plausible. Can't prove it, but I can show that it's possible. But if you listen to what Bill O'Reilly said, You don't report on something you think is true. You report on something you know is true. So let's start with what we know is accurate today and work backwards. ISIS has acquired and used weapons that were supplied by the United States. Some of those ISIS received when U.S. vehicles and arms were abandoned by retreating Iraqi security forces. But other weapons came from other sources. We also know the Obama administration significantly underestimated the threat posed by ISIS. That's a fact. As recently as January 2014, the president described ISIS in the New Yorker magazine as being the JV team. That's important because we know that in 2013, a year before, President Obama authorized the CIA to train and equip Syrian rebel fighters from a base inside Jordan. 
Now, the New York Times reports that funding for that covert training was funneled through Saudi Arabia in a similar manner to how we moved arms during Iran-Contra and in supporting the Mujahideen during the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan in the 1980s. So we know for a fact that in 2013, we were underestimating ISIS and we were secretly arming and training Syrian rebels in Jordan. Some of those rebels had links to terrorist groups. All right, on September 11th, 2012, terrorists linked to al-Qaeda attacked our consulate in Benghazi. We know for a fact that Hillary Clinton and the rest of the Obama administration lied about that attack and attempted to deceive the American public about what was going on for political purposes. There's no doubt about that. People died, so Hillary lied to cover it up. Those are facts. You don't have to trust me. You don't have to take my word for it. Those are in her emails. You can read it for yourself. But here's something we didn't know at the time. It wasn't just Ambassador Chris Stevens and a few CIA agents in Benghazi that night. According to CNN, there were 35 CIA operatives in Benghazi. 35. And after that night, anyone with any information about what those agents were doing in Libya were put under intense pressure by the administration to remain silent. This is according to CNN. It's not unusual for CIA operatives to have to pass a polygraph test once a year or so. Those agents and anyone who knew what they were doing had to take polygraph tests every month or two following the attack on Benghazi. Why? What were they doing there that the administration didn't want anyone talking about? Well, Senator Rand Paul wanted to know that when he questioned Hillary Clinton under oath in January of 2013. Here's part of that exchange. It's been in news reports that ships have been leaving from Libya and that they may have weapons. And what I'd like to know is the annex that was close by, were they involved with procuring, buying, selling, obtaining weapons? And were any of these weapons being transferred to other countries, any countries, Turkey included? Well, Senator, you'll have to direct direct that question to uh, the agency that uh, ran the annex. And I will, I will see what information is available. And uh, You're saying you don't know. I do not know. I don't have any information on that. So Rand Paul suspected we were moving guns from Libya to Turkey or to Syria or some other country. Hillary says she doesn't know anything about it. This is where we get to the interesting part. If Julian Assange is correct, and those emails that he has really do demonstrate that Clinton knew about the arms shipments from Libya to Syria, then Hillary committed perjury. She lied to Congress. That's what you just heard. We know she's a habitual liar, but we haven't been able to catch her lying under oath. It's possible she did. She, she lied about the reasons behind the Benghazi attack in the first place. She didn't reveal the truth about what was actually going on in Benghazi before that attack happened. And she knew in 2013 that Rand Paul didn't have access to her emails because they were on her private server at home. It would be two more years before anybody else knew about them. So she might have lied and expected to get away with it. Then again, 
Maybe she really was clueless about what was going on inside her own State Department. Possible. There are two other pieces that support Assange's statement that Hillary is shipping weapons to ISIS in Syria. The first is an email from Jake Sullivan to Hillary in March of 2011. In it, he warns that one of the rebel groups in Benghazi that Hillary was trying to support was called the Libyan Islamic Fighting Group. It had recently changed its name to the National Council in Benghazi. That organization was identified by a West Point report in 27 as having ties to al-Qaeda. So Hillary knew some of the rebels she was supporting in Libya had ties to al-Qaeda at the time when the Obama administration considered al-Qaeda to be the varsity team. In addition, the Washington Times reported last fall they found a series of documents that show the U.S. operatives in Benghazi were tracking arms shipments from the U.S. to Libya. Now, it doesn't prove that the weapons ever arrived there, but it does show that orders for the weapons exist. One of these documents was authorization from Clinton State Department for a California company called Dolarian Capital to ship the weapons, which included rocket launchers, grenade launchers, and machine guns and ammunition through Kuwait into Libya. That authorization was officially rescinded before the order was shipped. So the questions that remain are, one, if that order for the weapons for rebel groups in Benghazi in 2011 was canceled, why were CIA operatives still tracking these shipments? Two, why would Clinton's State Department authorize arms shipments from the U.S. to Kuwait to Libya in violation of U.N. sanctions? Yes, the authorization was pulled, but the question is, why was it issued in the first place? And three, if we weren't shipping arms to rebels in Libya and then trying to gather those same weapons back up after the fall of Gaddafi to ship them to rebel groups in Syria, then why did we need 35 CIA operatives in Benghazi the night of September 12th, 2012? So again, it seems what Julian Assange said last week is plausible, but I haven't found the full documentation he claims. If it's true, then Hillary has lied to Congress, and that's a crime. If it's not true, then Assange has committed slander, and that's a crime. The full truth of this needs to be discovered and reported, because if it's true, then it is yet another powerful and important reason why Hillary Clinton should never be allowed to be president of the United States of America. Well, thanks for listening. If you like these podcasts, please share them with your friends on Facebook and Twitter. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always do so on my website, americaonpar.com. I'm Stephen Parr, and I can still see old glory flying over me. I can see old glory flying over me in the first light.